Hey there Keto fam, my name is Keto Christina and this is the Keto 360 podcast. To date I have lost over 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet and I want to bring my knowledge and experience of how life-changing this way of eating is to you. Each week we will discuss all things keto as well as health and lifestyle topics or anything that I believe can help you on your journey. So please join me by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. Let's get the show started. everybody out there in keto land welcome back to the keto 360 podcast this is episode 12 i hope everybody had a good weekend i had a marvelous weekend if you don't know i was on holiday in rome for a few days with my best girlfriend uh, i'm going to talk about it in detail later on the podcast because that's, that's what i want to discuss with you guys today Normally, at this point in the podcast, I talk about a book I'm reading, but I'm still going with The Big Fat Surprise, which I'm actually listening to on audiobook. And I had planned to finish it on the flight from Geneva to Rome. But unfortunately, at the start of the flight, my my earphones actually died and I wasn't able to listen to it. So I was really disappointed. But on the way back in Rome airport, I managed to find myself a new pair of earphones. So I had a little listen on the way back, but I didn't make a dent in what's left yet. So I'll keep you posted and let you know when I'm done and have started something else. So straight into episode 12 then. This weekend I was in Rome. Now Rome is probably one of my favourite cities that I have visited. I've been there, this will actually have been my fifth time in Rome uh, and I still haven't seen (laughs) very much of it at all. Um, It was a fantastic weekend. Despite what people think about Italy, it's actually quite easy to stay low-carb keto in Italy. The key is to skip the first course, which is usually pasta, and go for secondo, which is usually kind of a roasted meat or uh, grilled meat, things like that. And that way it makes it much, much easier to stay keto. You just have to avoid the breaded products, but they will have them written quite clearly. So on this trip to Rome, I actually managed to stay keto pretty much the whole time by choice. Um, I know that sometimes there can be difficulties and you can get stuck and have to have carbs. But this time I actually managed to stay keto as much as I chose to. And I'll tell you about my non-keto treats in a minute. The one thing that I love about Italy and not Rome in particular, but the whole country of Italy is their ability to be able to make the most delicious coffee they're very particular about the coffee and they don't process it at a high temperature when they are making it so when you put a cup of coffee in front of somebody they can drink it immediately so if you order espresso or an americano you don't have to wait for it to cool down before you can drink it you can dive straight in and they're very very careful about doing this And this means that they don't burn the coffee so it doesn't get acidic or acrid or anything like that. It just has that lovely roasted coffee taste. 
So another thing that they're really good at is cappuccino. Now, normally, I know, especially in Ireland, when you ask for a cappuccino, you get a bucket of coffee, a huge cup with a lot of milk in it. But in Italy, it's not like that. So in Italy, you get probably the equivalent of half of a small, the smallest size in Starbucks. Half of that would be what a cappuccino is in Italy. It's really that small. And it's absolutely delicious because the milk in Italy is really good. It's a really good quality. So herein lay my problem. I definitely had too much milk this time around. I had too many cappuccinos my first day. And it was just pure greed on my behalf. I mean, I know that milk is not keto and that there is lactose in it. There is sugar in it. But it was one of the things that I decided that I was going to have. So the first day, I actually had three cappuccinos. And my stomach did definitely not thank me for that. Um, I reacted in much the same way as I have many times before and I should have known better I got very bad stomach cramps lots of bloating my loose fit boyfriend jeans were fitting me quite snugly by the end of the day and I had really bad stomach pains and and a lot of gas so I learned my lesson and then switched to two other types which is an espresso which is just one shot of coffee and a cafe macchiato, which is basically just an espresso shot with a small bit of foam from the milk on top. And this seemed to work out perfectly. I didn't have any issues because I didn't have that much milk. It's literally just a fingertip of foam on the top of the coffee. And I also went for Americanos and I found that I was able to buy the UHT creams, the little individual pots of UHT cream. And I actually had that in my Americano instead. On the second day, we went to the Vatican Museum, which is the most enormous complex. I think it's actually the biggest museum in the world, if I'm not mistaken. And we spent five hours walking around all the exhibits. We actually skipped everything first and went straight to the Sistine Chapel because we knew that it would get quite full. So we walked probably three kilometers around the museum to get to the Sistine Chapel. And we spent all the time we wanted in there because it was early, there wasn't that many people. And then we skipped back to the start and went around again. We saw the most amazing pieces of historical artifacts and artwork and mosaics. The mosaics were absolutely stunning. When we went to get lunch, there was a buffet-style, cafeteria-style setup. And the choices were not great. There was a lot of sandwiches, bread rolls, uh, wraps. There was pasta. I was able to get one dish which was keto, almost keto, let's say, which was a chicken leg with peas and actually potatoes came with it, with a bread roll, an apple or a fruit juice and water. So obviously I took the water and I gave my friend the apple and I left the bread roll behind. Because there wasn't that much fat in the meal, I was actually quite hungry early on in the afternoon and had to substitute so if you are going to the Vatican Museum, just make sure you bring some keto snacks with you because you will not be able to get a proper keto meal there, at least as far as I could tell from what I could see in the menus, unless they change them in the meantime. 
So Rome is quite a hilly place. It's actually built on a series of hills. And altogether, over the three and a half days, I did 60 kilometers of walking. And that just absolutely blew me away. The last time I was in Rome, I was at my heaviest. I was 118 kilograms or 260 odd pounds. And I did have trouble. I couldn't climb the Spanish steps in one go. I had difficulty in the subway because of the way Rome is. The subway is very winding and there's very long walks between where you get off the train and the door of the station. And that's just because of all the archaeological artifacts that are under the ground in Rome. And as soon as they start digging anywhere, they come across something. Um, it costs a lot of money to process that archaeology find and continue the construction. So what they did was every time they uncovered something, they just stopped what they were doing and changed the direction of the tunnel or of the line so that when you get into the station you might have to walk up and down different flights of stairs just to get to the end point as it winds around these historical sites so it is quite a physical experience it's not like going to the netherlands where it's all flat it is quite hilly but even so even at that going up and down the hills and up and down the steps and uh all that walking I felt fantastic I was tired in in a physical way um you know sore feet in the evening that kind of thing needing to sit down and have a cup of coffee and take 10 minutes rest but other than that I could probably have done 10 or 20 kilometers more easily during those days I felt amazing and it just brought home to me the contrast between me three years ago and me now and even though I'm not at my goal weight and I'm certainly not the fittest I could be uh, you guys know how much I try to avoid any sort of organized exercise but that's something I'm going to look at changing in the coming months it really just made me so aware of how starkly contrasting those two people are me now versus me then and the abilities I have now and the things that my body can do now that it just couldn't do before. I had no sore knees, I had no sore hips, I had no sore back. I felt really good and I could have walked and walked and walked. So the food situation was absolutely perfect. I know I've said it before that when you think of Italy, you think pizza, pasta, all the carbs, but actually they're pretty easy to avoid if you choose to do so. You choose the secondo option on the menu, which is usually meats, grilled meats, roasted meats. And sometimes you might get boiled meats, especially at certain times of the year, but all really, really tasty. Um, when you go into the supermarket to get snacks, you can find snack packs of just cheese or cheese and salami. You can even find cheese and salami rolled up. One of the days I got salami, I got cooked ham and I got sliced cheese and I made little roll ups to eat. So it was quite easy to find snacks to keep me going uh, and I didn't have any issues with that. So food is obviously a very important thing to Italians and they have a very proud and rich heritage of different types of food. And it's not just in Italy. Every country in the world has this kind of food culture mingling. That food is part of that culture. And I think it's really important that when you visit these places, you get to experience these kind of cultures, this, this kind of cultural significance. And... 
I did choose when I was there to have two non-keto items. Now, the important word there is that I chose to do this. I didn't do it out of any feeling of sense of deprivation. I didn't do it out of any emotional reaction. I didn't do it because I felt extremely tempted. It was a choice that I made which made it really easy to kind of keep it under control and just have these treats. So the first thing that I had was gelato. Now, if you've never been to Italy, you you don't know how amazing their ice cream is. They take huge pride in the way it's made. It's made with all natural ingredients. So if you go and you get banana ice cream, there's actual real bananas in it. They use whole fruits, they use nuts. Um, they use cocoa butter and the chocolate ice cream. So the flavor and the texture of those ice creams is like nothing you will have experienced before. Now naturally there's a lot of sugar in it. So I knew that I was going to kick myself out of ketosis from having the gelato. I had it anyway. I experienced it. It was really delicious. And then afterwards I thought to myself, you know, I probably could have done without it. I don't think I needed it, but it was nice to have anyway. The second non-keto treat that I had was selection of little pastries called pasticcini. And the reason that I had them is because I wanted my friend to be able to experience them as well. So I brought her to a very traditional Italian bar where they serve these little pastries. Now they are, they're quite tiny. They are less than a mouthful. And we got a selection of six and we cut each one in half and we shared them. And they were absolutely delicious. But again, I had gotten my ketones back up. And after these, then obviously my ketones were at zero. But I recovered quite quickly. Within a few hours, my ketones were back up again. and My blood glucose was down. And it really just showed me how quickly now my body can switch between glucose as the main fuel and ketones as the main fuel. It switches quite quickly. So I got up in the morning, my blood glucose was 95, I had zero ketones by, and that was at, I think, around 8 a.m. And then by 10 a.m. I had ketones of 0.9 and my blood glucose was 85. So it really did switch back and forth quite quickly, which, which was really fantastic. But one thing that I really realized is that I take keto for granted because I experienced how I feel when I'm on carbs because obviously the gelato, the ice cream and the pasticcini, the little pastries are quite carby and I noticed how quickly my energy depleted once I had eaten that high amount of sugar and then for a few hours afterwards as I quote unquote recovered I could feel the effects of these carbs on me. Now I know with the gelato it was the sugar and with the pasticcini it was probably the wheat and the sugar in combination. But I definitely take for granted how absolutely fantastic I feel on keto. So that really is something that I was made very aware of during this trip. So all in all it was a fantastic experience. I don't regret having those carbs. Uh, I probably wouldn't have them if I went back again but it was a really nice trip and I really enjoyed it. So this week again is going to be a pretty busy one for me. I head to Dublin on Wednesday and I'm going to be there for a couple of days to spend time with my sister Keto Brenda. 
If you don't know, we have started a podcast together. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. And we are going to be actually recording a podcast together while I'm in Dublin. I'm also going to be filming some videos for my YouTube channel, especially on the kind of keto food you can get in Ireland and what the kind of best food is to eat on a ketogenic diet. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. If you enjoyed the podcast, take a selfie of yourself listening to it. Go to Instagram, go to Facebook and put it in the Facebook group or tag me in on Instagram and let me know how much you enjoyed it. I want to say a very special thank you to all my Patreons who allow me to keep this free content coming and allow me to be able to reach the people who need it and the people who need this information. So thank you all so very much. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Keto 360 podcast. Make sure you keto on and I will see you again next time. You've been listening to the Keto 360 podcast. You can support me by visiting Patreon and joining the community there. If you would rather just buy me a coffee, I'll leave the link below. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice review for us on iTunes.